0: a night like any other night i poured myself a glass of wine as jazz music rang through my apartment i carefully carried it to the table along with the meal i had prepared for myself i sat down to enjoy the steaming bowl of lemon risotto i had mindlessly cooked as i always did but something felt different this time the empty chair across the table from me began to mock me meals are meant to be shared with someone i thought the pit of my stomach suddenly felt empty despite the food I was filling it with. And in this moment, I was finally feeling the repercussions of meals night after night alone.
1: I'm Pamela Portnoy. I'm Alexa Marie Anderson. And no one's
0: okay. Loneliness. Tears.
1: One one singular tear. Today we are tackling loneliness because we feel like it is apropos to the current predicament that everyone... Everyone is
0: Everyone's feeling that right now, I think.
1: P. S. Your lemon risotto is thank you amazing. Thank you very much. If the lemon risotto couldn't help
0: That's when you know. That's when you know, know you're really lonely when lemon risotto isn't making you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so thank I like you. your story.
1: It's literally a snippet out of
0: my life. I've
1: been really resisting doing this episode because Everything that I've been trying to do to stay mentally okay, basically I didn't want to lean into this any more than I already was, but it was really interesting to kind of sit and meditate on the topic, and I was trying to think of how loneliness feels inside my body when I'm experiencing it. And you know, full disclosure, like I have anxiety, I have depression, everyone struggles with their own sort of mental health quandary issue. Quandary is not even the right word issue. I just got super off. You got this. I think I'm going to struggle through this entire episode basically is what I'm going to say. Like, I don't know. I always say like, I feel things in my chest, but like, it's a literal pit. I think when I'm feeling lonely, it's a, it's a pit in my stomach. And you could almost say like, that's the part of you that you're trying to fill.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah, it's definitely a pit in your stomach. I often feel very restless when I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I all like it's also like it's also come in waves for me where like sometimes I'm completely fine being alone and I'm happy as a clam. And then there are times where like, like I remember there was one time where I legitimately. I was lying on my couch watching a movie. I don't, I can't even tell you. I don't remember what I was watching. But it was, it was one of the nights, like, it re- was recent to when I had just started living alone. And I just started sobbing for, at the time, like, no reason. I was thinking in my head. And then all of a sudden, I saw my phone light up. And it was my friend, Caitlin. And I literally answered the phone and I'm like, you saved my life. <laughs> I was like, I was literally having a mental breakdown. But she, and she totally gets it too. Cause she's very similar to me in that way. Like she'll text me and she'll be like, Hey, I can't hang out with myself today. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I
1: just need to be with someone. It's, it's so, I think that's lovely. I've had that same experience with my friend, Tiffany. It was like the other night I was sitting on my couch and I couldn't, it's one of those moments where I was I had the TV on, I had my computer, I had my phone, like a lunatic, like all the screens were on. And I was just staring out into space because nothing was entertaining yeah. me, nothing was helping distract me. I was just kind of staring at the wall. Then my friend Tiffany FaceTimes me and I'm like, oh yeah. God. <laughs> and like we chatted for two hours and had the like most hysterical conversation. And that was like the only thing that really helped. I almost feel ashamed to admit it because I try really hard to stay on top of my mental health. I go to therapy. I, I do all kinds of things. And admitting that sometimes it's hard to sit with yourself is kind of frowned upon in society. They're like, well, yes. you should be able to sit with yeah. yourself. And I can. I'm an only child. I've done it for years. I've I know how to like entertain myself for the most part, but sometimes it's overwhelming when you're feeling lonely.
0: I have, I became very comfortable with myself over, like, I think just like within the last year. But I also think it's okay to be like, I want humans in my life. I need human interaction right now. Listen, I think life is meant to be shared with people. And I think you, you should be comfortable with yourself and being alone. But I also think it's, it should be uncomfortable sometimes. You're a human. You want human interaction, like like in my story, like talking about like you know eating alone. Like, I mean, especially in my house, like I I grew up. You know, meals are meant to be shared. Food is meant to be shared. That's like part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I sat down for family dinner every night with my with you know my brother and my sister, my mom, my dad, and so like for me, that was the hardest thing. And that's why I play the jazz music. And I have my little like ritual with the risotto and the wine and all of that stuff. Cause it's like, I'm, you know, I'm compensating for what I'm missing out on. And especially now with Shane being here, I used to sit down with him to eat meals every night. And it was such a huge, it was such a great feeling. Like I just never even realized how, how like, like affected I was by eating alone. So I don't think it's, shameful or frowned upon to be like, Hey, like I'm lonely. I'm sad. Cause I'm lonely because I truly believe life is meant to be shared with people. It's about making connections and I don't know, sharing experiences. So.
1: Human beings are social creatures. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So I think I also, I, I think like us talking about this, I think it's like also normalizing the fact that like it's okay to be lonely.
1: Yeah. I think it's part of the human experience. You know, I know you're someone like me that enjoys taking yourself out on dates. Like back in the day when the movie theaters were a place we could go, I used to take myself to dinner in a movie. I used to take myself to dinner and the theater alone. And it would be like a whole ritual date night that I would have with myself. I would like go get a cocktail. I'd have dinner. I'd go to the theater. I'd go get dessert. I'd like, I'd take myself out and I had no problem with that. And, you know, I, I enjoy that time, but sometimes it's, I think it's okay. And I think it's normal to feel like you need that interaction.
0: Absolutely. 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 And like, well, and also like, layer on the fact that like, we can't even go to the movie theater right now. I was thinking about the other day, I was like, wow, how great would it be just to like sit in a movie theater with like a giant bowl of popcorn? Like,
1: that's all I want right now. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, but you know, can't and we're even... stuck in our like, apartments, mostly like seeing the same thing. Like yeah. I'm looking at the same stuff. I'm I've been reading a lot more so that helps a lot and I always if I'm feeling lonely which I encourage anyone to do reach out to someone chat with them FaceTime with them talk to someone and know this time is really hard for everyone on mental health so I just wanted to say that I'm again I'm not a therapist but like I think it's really important to to talk to people if you can't just pick up the phone text someone yes call someone yes FaceTime them it's almost I- as good yeah, I'm getting a little sick of the Facetime though. Now. I'm a little like, bit sick of it. I'm face like, face-to-face. where are the real people? It's it. I'll say it's almost as good, but it's really not. Like I, I remember at the beginning of quarantine, there was like two months that I didn't touch a human being, and that's a skit, like this is gonna sound so gross, but I heard this term somewhere like skin hunger, is like a real thing. Skin I hunger. I heard someone use that phrase. That is fascinating. Like you, you want to cuddle, you want to yeah. you wanna touch. Like that's, it makes a difference.
0: Yeah. Oh for sure.
1: It like changes your whole mood. Yeah. I, what's <laughs> the uh, what's the chemical, the hormone that's released when is it um oxytocin? I would not know. The feel-good the feel-good chemical uh, hormone that
0: I feel like I know is what it's like I can think about what it sounds like, but I don't know what the word is if that makes sense to you.
1: oh, wait. Jason, what is it? <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason, what is
0: it? No, it's funny that you bring that up, the skin hunger things. I remember like years ago, I was like very, with my old boss, the lovely, lovely redhead that we both enjoy. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like moody one day when I was at the shop and she looks at me and she goes, you need to be touched.
1: <gasps> <laughs> I was like, I feel so. Yep, it was like so directed to the point and accurate, and I was like, "Oh my god, you're right, you're right." No one's ever said that to me. <laughs> no, but it's true, and I felt that really deeply for a while, and then i I found my like my little pod that I hang out with very safely, yeah. and so I um I do get hugs from from that those couple people, which is really nice, but um. Yeah, it's a thing.
0: Yeah, I noticed for myself, I think I don't, I'm not like, I don't crave hugs as much as I do conversations. And there's like, I don't know, I just love and I know you can have conversations over the phone. And I get it. But it's just not the same for me, like being in the room with someone and like feeling their energy. I just love having like, I don't know, I just miss in person conversations. That sounds like kind of weird but because people most people do like crave you know hugs and to be touched and all of that stuff but I just like I like hanging with people
1: and chatting getting their it's like an exchange of energy
0: yeah it's an exchange of energy for sure I mean like I love to talk so much like Shane will tell you and I'm super chatty in the morning for some reason he's like trying to sleep I'm like, let's have a full-blown conversation at six in the morning. And he's like, I'm tired.
1: Yeah, don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. <laughs> he's eight. like, don't
0: talk to me. Yeah, he's the same way. And I'm like trying to, yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. I'm like chatting Kathy in the morning. It's weird. I don't know what my problem is.
1: Well, you're more of a morning person. Yeah,
0: I think that's it. Yeah. I I'm mean, just-
1: we're, re- we're recording this at one forty p.m. And I'm still not entirely awake. She She's like, how... Fucked up is my sleep schedule <laughs> You're lately. Fine. You're I, fine. I couldn't fall asleep until like 4th. And then I woke up at 8 for no reason. And oh no. woke up at 11 for real. I was like, okay, I'm going to get out of bed now. I'm like a baby. I'm up all night sleeping in the morning.
0: Yeah, I am not a
1: night out at all. And you know what's interesting? This has nothing to do with loneliness, but I was talking to someone about this the other day why is it that night owls have the bad rap for being lazy and, like, morning people have the rap for being more productive human beings? It's like a stigma against people that stay up late.
0: I've never thought about it that way because I always think of night owls as people that are up late working on things.
1: Right, and a lot of the time it is that way. Yeah. But there's this stigma for, like, people that uh, stay up late. People that wake up at 5 a.m. to go, like, swim laps and then have breakfast and then go to work. Like, though, you always hear about people like that and they're supposed to be super productive. Yeah. And so people that, you know, wake up at 9.30, 10 o'clock, they're like, oh, they must be so lazy. What excuse do they have for sleeping in? No, it's because we can't fall asleep until, like, 3 a.m. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Listen, if you're it doesn't matter what time you're being productive. If you're being productive, you're being productive.
1: Right. And like last night I was struggling so hard. It was like two in the morning and I was doing dishes and I was wide awake.
0: See, there you go. Some people do dishes at six in the morning. Some people do dishes at six in the morning, but they haven't
1: slept yet. I mean, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I've been struggling with that. That's That's been part of it. And I think being up at those hours, loneliness can sometimes, sometimes scraping being up at those hours because there's something sparkly about it, but sometimes that increases the loneliness.
0: See, I think I feel lonelier at night, which is maybe why I am a morning person. Like, I'm like, put myself to sleep.
1: <laughs> You're like, we're all waking up. Everyone's awake. Less yeah, I'm like,
0: I'm like, everyone's up now. It's morning. I can feel people's energies. Yeah. Let's go. But like at night, nighttime is so lonely.
1: It can be. Sometimes nighttime is magical.
0: I've never. Okay, so this is an argument that I've never felt like magical at night,
1: <laughs> unless night. I'm like
0: out with you.
1: I thrive at the night in the nighttime.
0: I don't thrive. I don't feel magical alone in my apartment I'm at midnight. I don't feel magical.
1: I I definitely do. I still am, like, a firm believer of, like, when you're out socializing that late. Like, it's different when I'm hanging out with you or hanging out with, like, some of my other friends that I know very well. But if you're, like, out with people that you don't know very well and it's that late, like, I'm of the full belief, like, nothing good happens after midnight.
0: Um... (laughs) She just had to preface this conversation with that.
1: (laughs) But, um... At my apartment, when I'm, like, listening to music or a podcast and I'm getting things done. Like, I set up this whole... I have a new setup. I don't know if we can tell with the sound. We're troubleshooting the sound. But, like, I set this all up, like, last night at, like, 11.45 p.m.
0: See, that's something I would do in the morning.
1: Yeah, no. In the morning, I'm I'm trying to get the stuff out of My
0: mornings are, like, my like my safe space I feel like there's something about like waking up early and like taking your time to like do things like I will play music in the morning like I will light candles in the morning sometimes or incense eat my breakfast like maybe do a workout like I think I feel sparkly in the morning
1: I wish I had that
0: (laughs) no see don't say that normalize it it's okay to feel sparkly at night we're just two different people
1: yeah I think we need to we need to get past the stigma that like yeah. night owls aren't productive and night owls are lazy they're not just they're just they doing their in.
0: yeah they're just doing their work at different hours completely fine
1: yeah but ironically, my favorite time of day is actually dawn. You have a favorite time of day I've never even yeah. thought about that.
0: That's my favorite time of
1: day and it's not because the day is starting it's just something about how the atmosphere looks and feels. yeah, It's not like, I'm ready to start my day. No. <laughs> I think some of my favorite... Like, I'll get up early if I'm gonna go to the airport to mm-hmm. travel. Then I'm excited to get up. And that's my favorite time of day. Like, in my car, at dawn, driving to the airport. That's, like, the best feeling. That's a whole mood. That is a mood. I feel mood. like you just described a whole mood. Yeah. <laughs> It's sort of related to loneliness. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, and I, yeah,
0: like, I feel, like, at nighttime, I feel most lonely, I
1: think. Yeah. There's also something to, like, spoiler, I have slept next to people before, and there is something, I, I I remember a couple times I got super weird, maybe because I was, I don't know, I had wine or something, and I got sentimental, and, like, I'd feel, like, bad falling asleep, because I'd feel like I'd be missing out on the human. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, so here, here's here's what I'm relating it to. You are not a, I think you've mentioned that you're not a cuddler as you fall asleep, like you need your space. Yeah. I I am a cuddler, like I, I could fall asleep, like cuddling with someone. And a lot of people are like, no, I need my space. And I think that that's like kind of easing myself into the loneliness that is, the sleep abyss that sounds psychotic but it's (laughs) we're exploring this okay yes why do people like to cuddle before sleep is it that
0: yeah i also think like sleep is such a vulnerable place like think about it when you're sleeping like you're like you're unconscious you're unconscious like you're literally (laughs) hoping you wake up the next day right so like sleep is a scary like thing to even think about sometimes
1: you are plunging into the abyss legitimately darkness
0: like that's lonely in itself. Let's, let's think about it. Maybe that's why people like have insomnia and things like they're just like afraid to smile. I don't, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't even know what I'm like, what is the chemical, whatever medical term for what happens there. But like, I wonder if it has anything to do with like loneliness or feeling anxious about sleeping because you are unconscious.
1: You know what I mean? I have like, insomnia kind of... a lot. I struggle with it. And I know it has a lot to do with anxiety. And most of the time I can pinpoint where it, what it is. In my head, but I never thought of it that way of being anxious to sleep.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you think about like, I try not to think about it, obviously. But like, now that I'm thinking
1: about it, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of scary. I think for me, it's like anxiety (laughs) induced from the fact that like, you have all these problems that you're trying to solve in your head. And then when you go to sleep, you have to let it go. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's a hard time letting go of those things that you're thinking about you have to surrender to to relaxation and sleep and my brain's probably like no I have to figure this problem out
0: maybe that's why I'm so chatty in the morning because I save it I'm like (laughs) okay I'll just save it for tomorrow morning and then I wake up and I'm like
1: (laughs) thoughts so you're like the queen of like sleeping on it like when you have a problem Mm. sometimes it just gets solved by like sleeping on it
0: Yeah, I guess I am. I guess, yes. Yes. And I've never really really thought about it. (laughs) Sure. We'll go with that. That sounds healthy. We'll go with it. I don't know.
1: I sound productive. I sound great. I'm incorporating sleep into my problem solving. I nailed it. I don't think I am, guys. I think, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm just a really good sleeper. That's nice. I'm jealous.
0: But typically, like, if I can't, if I'm having trouble sleeping, it will more or less, I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like two, th- three in the morning, I'll wake up and have thoughts. I don't know. I can't say that like, here's the thing, though, there have been times in my life where I've had troubles falling asleep. That, you know, I'm not I've. I, it's not like every night I, you know, sleep like a baby. I've definitely had troubles falling asleep. It's just not consistent.
1: I think everyone struggles
0: yeah. with that sometimes, though.
1: I think a lot of people are struggling with it right now because everyone's, I don't want to say everyone, but like most people, I could almost say everyone is probably struggling with some form of anxiety right now. And absolutely, I've been seeing so many people post like, is everyone having as much trouble sleeping? Is everyone's uh, sleep schedule shifted? It's interesting. It's really interesting.
0: Yeah, I think.
1: I don't know how I'm going to adapt If and when things go back to some semblance of normalcy.
0: It's interesting. I I feel like the way you sleep at night also says a lot about like the day you've had or the day like you're going to have the next day. It's Mm -hmm. very important. Sleep is so, so important for your
1: mood. Yeah. Well, only this is a really kind of tough topic to unpack. It is. I think we put our best foot forward.
0: Yeah. Oh, certain films Mm -hmm. one that I immediately thought of and actually the only one that I thought of or that I am thinking of now have you seen uh, I'm sure you've seen this Under the Tuscan Sun I have I don't know why when we said we were going to do this episode I immediately thought of that movie and in fact recently watched it during quarantine when I was here alone and that to me is like a true story of like loneliness and also like overcoming loneliness
1: yeah
0: I don't know like her husband leaves her and she moves to a new place and she starts a new life and she also does it all by you know she does everything herself but she like you know gets friends along the way I don't know I don't know why I immediately thought of that I don't know if it's because I watched that movie when I'm lonely as well that's a good watch but like I think just like it and also like I think it makes it loneliness it, like shows loneliness in a positive light too. Cause she's, you know, it's also like a story of like independence and finding her own way way. And like, I don't know. I just really, um, I don't know. It's the first movie I thought of.
1: And one thing that when I think of that movie, I think of her fixing up the house and diving into something super, you know, productive, something that mm-hmm. you're interested in, something that you're invested in can really help
0: yeah it's so funny too like in that movie like when she stays in the house by herself and that like big storm comes mm-hmm. like everything is i don't know it just makes me think it just makes me think of like i don't know like nights i've had here by myself when like we've had like earthquakes like and i'm by my you know what i'm saying like i don't know it's just very relatable you know a woman you know on her own whatever but yeah that's what i thought about
1: why is diane lane always in movies where she is in a house and the storm comes you're right she always is <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's her thing. She's really good
1: at it. Knights and Rodanthe.
0: Yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah,
1: she's always, I don't know. That's so funny. I was thinking about, uh, have you seen Interstellar? Matt McConaughey, Jessica Chastain.
0: I Anne have. Halfway. Oh my gosh, why do I want to say yes, but I can't remember it? Like, I, I it's, it's one of those movies that maybe I watched and fell asleep what it might have. Okay. I get really tired, Pam. You know, this,
1: I saw it in the theater with some friends back in the day when it was, you know, in theaters and yeah, we were all sobbing. Interstellar.
0: I definitely saw it. Sorry. I needed to get, I needed to get that into my brain. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: So there's a scene where Matthew McConaughey is playing messages from home from earth over the span of 23 years so he sees his son grow up he sees his daughter and he's just the camera's on Matthew McConaughey and he's just crying because in like the span of like five minutes he sees his kids grow up and he gets news that his dad dies and it's the most beautiful acting but it made me think that loneliness has a lot to do with a fear of missing out as well.
0: Absolutely.
1: And you, you're you watching his character just miss his family's life. Mm-hmm. I was watching it this morning before we hopped on, and I was watching the part where his daughter, played by Jessica Chastain, hops on, and she's... I think it was, like, the first message that she had sent him. And, but she hopped on because it was her birthday. And she said, today's a special birthday because I'm the age you were when you left Earth. And you said that you might come home and we'd be the same age. Oh my god, I just cheered up thinking about it. It's so sad. Definitely part of loneliness is like a fear that you're missing out on life on something yeah. on some quality time with someone
0: that is a great movie I definitely did see it, it just, it's an
1: incredible film I might rewatch it tonight I like wanna,
0: no I want to rewatch it and like you ex- describing that scene I that's when I like it clicked for me I was like oh yeah I definitely saw it, it just was
1: when did that come out I want to say maybe three or four years ago yeah maybe I was you like you do that a for a movie night
0: we should do it. I actually... I I do love space movies.
1: Yeah. Astra have you seen right Gravity? Hard. Gravity is incredible. Love Gravity. Yeah. I haven't seen The Martian yet. I have not either. Maybe that would be a good one. That
0: could one. be a good watch as well. I also feel like that does... Like, all those space movies definitely, definitely relate to loneliness.
1: Oh, yeah. Because they are literally in a vacuum... Yeah. They're. I don't think I could do that. I, I so give them disconnected s- from life on Earth.
0: I give them so much credit. No way.
1: Although, when the astronauts that just left Earth and they just came back, actually, with SpaceX, Doug and Bob, I think their names are the astronauts. I love and, that you um, know that. Well, I was watching it and I was cheering. I love um, that. And- yeah like i imagine being up there can be lonely and wild and i can't imagine what it would be like to be in space but honestly like with everything that's going on like one of my favorite memes that surfaced was uh congratulations to the astronauts that left earth
0: oh yeah oh my
1: god <laughs> you did the right thing you did the right <laughs> you thing. had the right
0: idea yeah that was smart smart move.
1: <laughs> good job but they're back yeah. now
0: that's awesome that's so cool and it's yeah. also interesting, like, you know, if you were in a film like that, like interstellar or gravity, like, I don't know if I would necessarily think about the loneliness aspect of it as an actor, but like now after doing this episode, like I definitely would. Yeah. Intriguing.
1: I was watching a little video that, I don't know if it was Marie Claire, one of the magazines put out, they were doing a piece on the female astronauts. I think they're at ISS. I think they're at the International Space Station, and they were just doing a day in the life of the the astronauts there. They're showing us like how they wash their hair in space. Oh wait, I think need, I like, did like a squirt bottle.
0: Yes, I think I did see like a video or a clip
1: or something. I imagine it's like incredibly rewarding the work that they're doing, and you know they're yeah they're doing like incredible things for science and for mankind. Yeah. But I imagine, like, being somewhere with the same couple people, I don't know. Like, you can't just leave if you're having a fight with someone.
0: (laughs) You can't just go. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's gotta be tough.
1: Which I know, like, a lot of them, like, well, all of them probably had to, I don't know anything about the space program, so I'm just guessing. I know that they have to go through, like, a bunch of physical tests, and I'm sure they go through, like, mental tests as well but you know they are human so i can only imagine wow i didn't think we'd get onto space talk really Yeah. yeah it sounds about interstellar but loneliness alexa yeah are you okay i am peachy oh i like that answer
0: i'm just peachy
1: you look peachy thanks your hair looks all cute
0: Thanks. You're,
1: I know you guys all know Alexa's a redhead, but she's actually <laughs> like her blonde is coming through.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit light right now because you know, can't girl can't get to a salon. You look sun I don't know if I want to share this with my listeners or not, but I guess I am our listeners. I should say, duh. I bought. <laughs> speaking of salons, I bought some wax strips. Oh no! For
1: for what? <laughs>
0: so why? I mean, okay
1: well i hope like, you tested it out on a part of your body that isn't that okay, sensitive so, so not yet explore. i mean i
0: haven't even tried it yet i haven't even tried it yet so flamingo do you know the brand flamingo
1: i'm not familiar with waxing brands no well
0: it's a, it's actually a razor so do you know harry's razors no okay okay well then Never mind, But they, so Harry's razors, they used to sell them online only. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just like less expensive and really nice razors. Basically, that was their thing. And they recently came out. Or I don't know if recently, I actually don't know when they came out. I just noticed them in Target um, with a girl version of these razors. Cause they really were kind of like masculine looking, the Harry's ones, even though I, I actually still use them. So, mm-hmm. but um, they're called
1: for like men's razors.
0: Yeah, they're usually nicer. But um, so they have, you know, the woman's brand, which is Flamingo. And I was in Target today and Flamingo has these waxing um, kits.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: they have like three different kinds. They have like face wax, face waxing, body waxing, and then like pubic hair waxing. Mm-hmm. and I'm scared for you <laughs> I'm scared for myself too but here's the thing I cannot anymore with the razor it's summer the bikini line I cannot like I know my skin's gonna fall off so I read the reviews they seemed really good pray for me
1: I, I am going to be, you're going to be in my thoughts, but I suggest that you try it on a part of I your know. body that isn't that. You're right. I, I probably should. That's a good, yes, that's a good I recommendation. Think, um, one of the girls on the morning toast did an at-home waxing did during it. quarantine and it didn't go well. Oh,
0: good. She well. said it
1: was one of the worst things she's ever done in her life. Great.
0: So. I'm feeling really <laughs> confident about this then. <laughs>
1: But I know people that have been doing it since, like, I also know people that have been doing it since they were, like, in high school. And they they don't, like, go anywhere to get that done. And it works perfectly well for them. Okay. So, Godspeed.
0: We're going to try it. Maybe
1: it'll be your new favorite thing. Or maybe I'll get a hysterical <laughs> phone call from you.
0: <laughs> it could go either way. I definitely am going to let you know. But I'm pretty excited to try it.
1: Next time we record, you have to tell our listeners how it goes.
0: Yes, I will. I'll give you the update. Keep you posted.
1: Yeah. Good luck, (laughs) ma'am.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Pam? Yeah. Are you okay?
1: I'm great. Except for the leaf blower (laughs) (laughs) that's on your side.
0: I'm done. I quit. I give up. Like, honestly? Okay, what time is it? Guys, it's 2.04 on a Monday. Like, don't they normally do these things in the morning?
1: I think any time of day works for the leaves. (sighs) But uh, I'm great. I have this new setup. I'm really hoping it's sounding a little better. I was very productive last night. Did a ton of dishes made this little sound booth and I've been just reading a ton and I always feel good when I'm doing things to improve my mind and to stay productive. I just read The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde. No! Why am I saying The Importance of Being Earnest? Wow, hmm. my brain just like exploded. I was like... No, okay. Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Yeah. And it was excellent. Did I mention that on a previous show? I'm losing my mind. And you guys, I know that I, I wanted to, before we close, I just wanted to say this again. Like, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling sad, that's really normal for everything that's been going on. And just talk to someone. Reach out. Yeah. Um, it really makes a difference. Don't be afraid to. Everyone's going through this. I think we're going to go now. Yes. Alexa's not happy. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all the things. If for some reason you want to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at okay. And a special
0: thanks to Jordan Ross Weinhold, Sean Moore, Jason Crow, Claire Palmer, Jackson Palmer, Tiffany Hamoff, Shane Rings, James Liddell. And our podcast is recorded at Soundwork Studios. We,
1: we can't, can't wait, wait to meet you! To meet you.